Self-love isn't all bubble baths and blow dries. It's about learning to know your worth, to be your unapologetic self and face your fears. If man can go to the moon, you can learn to love the skin you're in. I know it's not easy, but it is so worth it. My name is Anna Louise Bonacera. It's time for you to honor your body, step into your power and flourish. Welcome to the Self-Love Detox. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Self-Love Detox podcast and I am your host Anna Louise Bonacera. Thank you for being here today. I am loving hearing how you're enjoying the podcast and um, I'm really excited for this one because this is all about feeling body confident and even though if you're listening to this as it comes out it's April 2020 and we're in lockdown and just come into our second wave of uh being put into isolation basically and social distancing measures and I definitely know it's a hard time for everyone mentally and physically Um, and even though we're not going out much I still feel like being body confident is something that we all need more of and need to work on and realise just how fabulous we are. So before we get started I just quickly want to mention that this week um, coming we have the 1st to the 3rd of May we have the self-love detox live event with over 15 guest speakers and workshops going on all about empowering you to look after yourself physically but also mentally on your self-love journey through lockdown so this is going to be an amazing online event we've got so many inspiring speakers and we've got more people that are adding on the day so probably going to have over 20 people um, and some incredible special offers for you too so make sure you go to the website selflovedetox.com forward slash live if you haven't signed up already you're going to want to don't miss out on this event we've also going to be raising awareness for maternal mental health week um, with the charity pandas coming in to talk about the amazing work they do to help new and expecting mothers go through um, their mental health journeys as they become a mother so that's going to be an incredible three-day episode not episode we're in an episode right now three-day event and it is all free as well so please join and share the more people we get this out to the more we can help so back to today's podcast I'm going to talk to you about three steps to feeling body confident. Now, I just want to mention that this is not about being an overnight success. It's not about from going from hating your body to being as confident as the Queen Beyonce. <laughs> um, it is a step by step, day by day, little by little progress. That is what we are all about. So I don't want to give you an um, unfeasible, I'm not sure if that's the right word, um, um, expectation. I don't want to give you the expectation of, you know, all your body image issues are going to go away because I still have issues with my body, even though I would say I am pretty confident. There are still days where I have bad days. There are days where I have great days and there are days when you have really, really crap days. <laughs> so, you know, everyone is on this journey. I always like to say it's like bathing or hygiene you need to do it every day you need to bath or shower every day like you need to focus on self-love and confidence every single day 
little steps make a big difference if they're done consistently. So here's three steps that I'm going to talk to you about that is going to help you start to feel more body confident. Okay, ready? Let's go. Number one is knowing that you are not alone. Now this was one of the biggest ones for me. The realisation that I wasn't the only one who had my specific issue with body confidence. And for me, my biggest thing um, after losing the weight and I still didn't feel confident, I hated my mum tum. That was my big issue. I had had Nathaniel and then nine months later fell pregnant with the twins um, and they were born when he was 14 months. Um, so I'd had, you know, two pregnancies, three babies in a very short space of time. The twins had absolutely stretched me so much that the loose skin on my stomach was just hanging and I was so embarrassed. I was ashamed. I felt like an imposter because everyone was giving me these compliments saying that I looked amazing and underneath I felt like, well, if you could see what's underneath, you'd really think I was a mess. When in reality, most of us have an issue, especially if you've given birth around your stomach. And even if you haven't, maybe you've lost weight or put on weight, whatever it is, I think the tummy, especially for women, is such a such an area where we feel like it is an issue when really we all have these issues, we all have these self-conscious thoughts. So I know I've said this on previous podcasts, so I'm sorry if you've listened, I'm repeating myself, but I used to call my stomach my 90-year-old grandma's face because um, it was so wrinkly and I always apologise to all the beautiful old old grannies out there because I think that's so horrible, but it was just the mental state that I was in. I was really self-loathing and negative and felt like you know, all of the wrinkly bits on my tummy and the stretch marks and everything about it was wrong. Cellulite, you know, you name it, rolls, C-section scar, extra fat, muffin top. I've heard many a name as well for the mum term. The mummy pouch, the mummy shelf, um, an apron, like so many different names that we are giving to ourselves and putting ourselves down and I'm not going to talk about self-talk today and being kind through that but there is an episode all about self-talk so definitely go check that out if you haven't already that's something I would advise doing um but knowing that you're not alone like when I realized that there are other people who looked like me and in my opinion maybe even looked worse than me not because I thought they were bigger or they were uglier but because their this their loose skin on their stomach was more obvious because the more weight you lost the worse the skin looked you know I got told by so many PTs it was just stubborn fat if you work out really hard and you eat really clean it's gonna go but no matter how much weight you lose it looks worse because well as I felt back then it looked worse it's more prominent because there's no fat in there so I've seen people who you know have got have got six pack but when they take down their um you know their their um like their high-waisted trousers when they're they're like their gym clothes they have the loose skin that I also had and have so 
uh, when I realised that there were other people out there who looked like me and it even looked more prominent on them than it did me and they were okay with it or, you know, they were accepting of it, that's what really made me feel like I was part of something, you know, bigger, that I, I wasn't the only one, I wasn't this person who needed to be embarrassed and need to be ashamed and, you know, it's quite frightening actually because I think it needs to be more out there, you know, I've talked about this quite a lot on my Instagram in particular but we don't see a real representation for, for new mothers when they're shopping for things like, especially things like maternity bras or, um, a, or, or pre- Post postnatal clothes when you've just had a baby you've gone through all these changes and then you're looking at you know mothers who are supposed to have just given birth as well and most of the actual models don't even you know you probably couldn't tell if they'd had a baby if they had they just look like you know a 20 year old model and that for me is what is massively wrong you know we don't give a clear representation. We don't show diversity when we're watching Friends, you know, or um, other TV shows and people just give them birth and they look fabulous afterwards, you know, there's not a drop of sweat on them. You know, I think in when Rachel had Emma, um, she had a little bit of an extra tummy, but they don't give accurate representations of how crap you feel after giving birth and how, you know, your stomach is still... Um, expanded because your your um, uterus hasn't you know swollen is swollen and you've just given birth to a baby for Christ's sake so I know I'm talking about this in particular um uh, but it, it, for any tummy you know no matter whether you gave birth 21 years ago or or 10 days ago you're still going to have the effects of birth on you and maybe you are someone who did bounce back and that's absolutely okay too there's nothing wrong with you know your body naturally going back but that's the point everyone is different we don't have enough diversity around bodies and that's why we look around and we see these models who are you know the perfect size with smooth skin and we think that our bodies are wrong because we think we're the only ones going through it when as a matter of fact, you're not. The average size is a 16 in the UK and 80% of women have uh, cellulite and over 90% of all people have stretch marks. So it is something that's actually completely natural. You're growing through life, you're developing through life, you're surviving big events that are going on through your life, whether you have babies or you're just living life. It doesn't matter if you've had kids or not. You are growing, expanding and your body has to adapt and change to survive so of course it's going to leave marks you know you wouldn't expect anything less of you know maybe a, a plant let's think of a plant you know it's growing off different branches you know it grows off different flowers and different leaves and changes color we don't think anything badly of them but we look at ourselves and judge ourselves so I can guarantee you whatever it is, and I know I have a lot of ladies in my group or some ladies who have specific um, areas where they feel like they are flaws, um, in particular some people who have excess hair or even the opposite, um, hair loss. Now you might feel lonely and you might feel like you are the only one and it's something to be shameful but I promise you it's not because there are so many different people who are going through this. It might be less people than you know for example mum times or stretch marks if that's what you're worried about but I can guarantee you 
whatever you're going through, someone has been through something to relate to. Not necessarily the same, but similar. So look out for those people and reach out. You know, the internet's amazing. There's so many different support groups on Facebook, hashtags on Instagram. Just search for them and find people who you can connect with and know that you're not alone. That's really important. And another thing on this step is to really think that when you look around and you're feeling self-conscious, what are other people worrying about? Are they really worrying about what you're wearing or what you look like? Or are they going to be more concerned about what they think everyone else is thinking about themselves? That's why I always I always picture like myself when I if I was really feeling self-conscious on on the beach and I wasn't playing with the kids and getting involved and I was watching the memories rather than making the memories and looking around and thinking does anyone really care what I look like or what I'm doing because they're probably either too involved in making their own memories or they're feeling too self-conscious themselves to get involved. So if you're ever in a position where you feel like you're holding back from making memories and just watching on the sideline, remember, people are probably much more involved in what they're doing themselves or how worried they are about themselves. So get up and go and make those memories, mamas and lovely ladies. So that is number one, knowing that you're not alone. Number two is treating yourself with kindness. So now I did mention earlier that I'm not going to talk about self-talk today because there is a whole episode on that. So go and check that out. It's going to deal with affirmations, how you see yourself. It's a really great podcast. But I want to talk to you about when you look in the mirror, how do you see yourself? Do you actually even look in a mirror? Do you actually even own a mirror? I know some people who really don't even buy mirrors because they're too scared to look in, in the mirror. But this is the problem as well with why we're not confident within our body, with why we think our body's wrong. It's because we're not spending any time actually looking at ourselves. So if we do look in the mirror and we catch a glimpse and we think, oh my God, I look awful. That's probably because you've been spending all your days scrolling social media or shopping for clothes and you see all these perfect ladies with their perfect ideal bodies and then you suddenly take a glance of you and because you're not exactly the same as them whether you're smaller or bigger or have more marks than them or whatever it is different shape pear-shaped apple-shaped ruler-shaped whatever shape avocado shape (laughs) probably that would be the same as a pear wouldn't it or similar anyway whatever it is that you think is wrong with your body you need to look at yourself more because the more we become familiar with how we look, how our body moves, like where the curves come in or how the straight lines flow, how your skin feels soft to touch or maybe it doesn't feel as soft in some places. And then it's all about looking after yourself and nourishing yourself. So I think this is a great tip to do, but Get yourself some extremely intensely, nicely smelling moisturiser. Um, a few favourites of mine are from the Body Shop. I love the pink grapefruit and some uh, two others, but they're out. They're not in the. They don't make them anymore. Boohoo. Yeah. But get yourself some really nice smelling moisturiser and actually spend some time. If you can do it in front of a mirror, I'd really encourage you to. If you can't, then just spend some time 
actually looking after yourself, being kind to yourself and putting some moisturiser on your body, every inch of it and accept it and just start to get to know your body. We need to fix this relationship with yourself. You're so, we're so disconnected in life because we don't spend enough time really focusing on ourselves. That is why we don't have the clarity of who we are and that's where we lack confidence in ourselves. So the more we get to know each other, ourselves, each other, you know, me and Anna, me and Anna's body, you you and your body, and the more we get to know ourselves again, the more confident we will feel within ourselves. So that's number two, treating yourself with kindness. And number three is walk the walk. This is my favourite one. This is so much fun. Walk the walk. How you come across physically is a big giveaway. I mean, just try right now. If you hang your head and hunch your shoulders and, you know, go like turn into yourself, like almost like you're a hunchback of Notre Dame, like you're hiding away from the world, you know, how you fiddling with your hands or bending in your knees together, you know, you're really covering yourself up. It's, it's obvious that you feel self-conscious. Whereas if you were to straighten the back, lift your shoulders down, lift your head high, put your hands on your hips if you're feeling extra sassy, um, and have a smile on your face as well. That just shows that you're comfortable within yourself. And that a lot of people worry that being confident is also being cocky, but I promise you there's a big difference and people can really tell. People who genuinely know you and like you and are good people will know the difference between you being cocky and you being confident and comfortable within your own skin. So just really work on it and I encourage you to put on some sassy music and just stretch your stuff, you know, go to the extreme on your own so that when you're out in public you don't have, you you kind of can go a middle way but you know if you feel comfortable put on some heels, you know, do your makeup, put some nice strong lipstick on, put something on that you feel sexy in and just strut around the house, you know, where we ain't going uh, anywhere else at the minute, are we? (laughs) Just strut your stuff and just feel the difference as well between a really open and confident posture to a really closed and self-conscious posture. You know, practice that and see how different it makes you feel and also the smile. I've spoken to so many people and so many people have told me that they think confidence comes from the smile. Um, in our membership group, South Love Queens, um, we were talking about what makes someone confident to them, what do they see and they aspire to be like, and so many people have said, I love so-and-so because her confident, her, her smile just oozes confidence. It just shows that she is happy and non-confrontational and not um not feeling negative just easygoing and aligned and happy within her own space so that's something that I think is so so important is getting that smile out there and a smile is something I struggled with for in terms of self-confidence and this is definitely a whole different episode it's actually something I'm writing about in my new book as well and um, which is coming along slowly 
not as easy as the first one stretch just spilled out of me but um this one is definitely feeling a little bit tougher but it's going to be a labor of love and it's going to be amazing i'm gonna put it out there and be confident <laughs> um i'm talking about a smile anyway i hated my teeth for so long um, I always used to think that they were really yellow and discoloured and I would never have a picture with my mouth open. I would never show my teeth and it's something I'm still not used to because I've done it for so long. I'm not used to liking pictures of myself with my teeth showing. So it's still something I'm getting used to um, and being comfortable with. I'm not 100% there yet, I'm not going to lie, you know, everyone's a work in progress. Um, but yeah, smiling with my mouth open, um, that is something that I have always struggled with and I'm getting there, it's something I'm working on. So what is it you're struggling with? What part do you really worry about? I'd love to hear, share your thoughts in the group in Self Love Detox um, and or, or message me directly if you feel more comfortable doing that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please subscribe and share this and come along to the Self Love Detox live event as well. Support all our amazing guest speakers and share it with your um, friends and family too. Like I said, the more people we can help, the absolute better. <sighs> Sending you all my love and gratitude. Thank you so much for being here. No matter where you are on your journey, know that we are here to pick you up when you fall and celebrate with you when you win. It is your time to step into your power and flourish. Sending all my love and gratitude. Until next time.